Welcome to the Health Trust Candid Conversations. This is a conversation series where we highlight physicians, clinicians, and supply chain leaders who are innovating, caring for those in need, and working to improve human life. In this conversation, I talked to Jay Kirkpatrick, Vice President, Supply Chain Operations with LifePoint Health. Jay worked to adjust and adopt protocols within the clinical and operational spaces during COVID and beyond. We discussed the procurement of PPE, as well as lessons learned. I hope you enjoy this conversation. So my name is Jay Kirkpatrick. I'm the Vice President of Supply Chain for LifePoint Health. Uh, I've been with LifePoint for uh, about a year and a half now, and uh, spent my 24 years prior at, to, at HCA in a couple of different roles, uh, not only at corporate, but with the TriStar division and, and with Health Trust as well. Prior to that, I started my career with Humana as a director of materials management uh, in the hospital. In all of your experience in supply chain, we, we encountered this little thing called COVID-19. What, what were the most memorable events or obstacles that you and your supply chain encountered during this time? We were on spring break when, when, uh, when everything really hit and hit hard. I can certainly remember a, a couple of key conversations as, as my family was on the beach and I was holed up in the, in the rental house working where we were, we were trying to understand at what level of difficulty we were going to face. Uh, we knew it, it was going to be bad. And uh, we were just trying to get a really under, a real understanding of how bad it, it really was going to be. And, and uh, it was about as bad as we thought it could be. So, so the challenges that you faced, unlike any before, how was LifePoint specifically prepared to deal, adapt, and adjust to the circumstances? Well, we've got 88 hospitals, and, and you know, many of our hospitals are smaller hospitals, community-based, uh, really aren't the, the, the big tertiary facilities in an urban setting. So from, from that perspective, it, it was a little bit easier, but you know, if we had a, a, one of our communities where a nursing home had had COVID breakout, uh, we went from zero to 100 miles an hour at that hospital and, and had to had to get mobilized and had to be able to to ensure that the product and ventilators and equipment, everything that needed to be at that facility at that hotspot was there. And initially, we had no backup inventories, we had no, uh, no, no, what I would call any kind of uh, stockpiled inventory for the company, no strategic stockpile, no, no anything in terms of pandemic preparation outside of each facility's own individual preparation. And, and I can tell you the one thing we didn't want to do was to have 88 hospitals going in 88 different directions trying to service the needs of their of their facility. We wanted to take that on at, at, the, at the company level and ensure that we could carry that load for the company and ensure that the facilities had the products they need so that they weren't put in a situation where they had to, at any price, purchase product and source product from sources that may or may not be reputable, let alone safe. Can you comment on the role that Health Trust played during this this time and, and ongoing times for LifePoint? Sure. You know, I 
can't say enough good things about the, the work that the sourcing team and the account management team did for us from Health Trust. It, it really began with the vetting process because as, as everything blew up in New York and, and the, the supply disruptions became extremely apparent and predatory pricing was kicking in, at the same time, we were we were probably getting, I individually was probably getting somewhere in the area of 100 to 200 emails a day from folks that were coming out of nowhere. It's like they just came out of the woodwork who were brokers, vendors, representing you know, some company out of somewhere in the world that said, hey, we've got product, we've got you know N95 masks, or we've got KN so we've got gowns or we've got you name it and we had no realization of okay one are they fda approved have they have they gone through all of the regulatory agencies and gotten the approvals for from a safety perspective to ensure that they'll protect our our staff and then two you know we had no idea for the most part where the source of, you know, where the origin of the product was coming from, let alone who it was coming from, most of which wanted to have cash up front. So then we didn't know if they were reputable. And, and I can tell you that, that Health Trust did a fantastic job for us in helping us vet those suppliers and helping us understand this, this supplier is reputable, this supplier is not reputable, this supplier meets your meets the standards that we need to protect our staff. These don't. Um, it, it it really did help us kind of navigate the noise level of of everything coming at us at a time when there was plenty of chaos going around going on with the disruptions in our supply chain. So you know, in combination, the the account management team then worked with us to help not only vet the suppliers with the sourcing team, but then to help over time get some spot buys together so that when the sourcing team would, would um, identify a spot buy on a given product category, they would work with the account management team, the account management team would work with us at LifePoint, and we could very efficiently, very effectively uh, get orders placed for product and some, sometimes it was going to be a three-month lead time, and we, and we understood that. Um, sometimes it was going to be a shorter time frame, but it was a much more effective process than anything we could have done on our own, for sure. Let's shift gears a little bit. So as you looked at the, the supply constraints and you looked at in your background of supply chain uh, over time, were there new, or are you guys working on, you guys being LifePoint, new clinical or operational protocols that might change as a result of this? Definitely, I, uh, and, and I, can, I can unequivocally say yes to, to that. And the one thing that's been fascinating for me to watch, sort of, uh, I guess from the sidelines, is the work that's been done by our CNO, Michelle Watson and our, our CMO, Dr. Dr. Reem, uh, they worked tirelessly. I, I can't imagine the, the number of hours that they've put in 
along with, with our infection control team to, to really put together a playbook, protocols, directives, direction. And, and there were times when that was changing with the CDC changes on a daily and weekly basis. And they were staying up on the protocol, staying up on the, the, the regulations, updating the playbook, getting the information to our facilities, working through the, the I'm sure, you know, number of questions that, that bubbled up from the hospitals. But, but it really did give a common clinically directed, um, you know, playbook, frankly, um, you know, policies, procedures, practices for the company across all of our 88 hospitals. So while I talked about trying to ensure that our supply chain and we, we manage the sourcing activities and all of our supply chain activities as one, they did an unbelievable job of managing the clinical messaging policies, procedures, directives from a single source here as well and and it was it was both enlightening as as well as as just really encouraging to watch them do do the work that they did but understand that that we've got some really talented people here at LifePoint and and they they really do um, go the extra mile to to protect our staff and to protect uh, our patients for sure I appreciate you sharing. There's, it's, um, it's great to hear, and I know you got a sense of pride. Uh, you can hear it in your voice there of the folks that you're surrounded by and working alongside of at LifePoint. I know the communities that you guys serve appreciate that as well. So first part, how much time is dedicated to normal day-to-day -day now compared to pandemic? And then what things were you putting aside that you got to focus on during the pandemic, if any? If I were to, to go back to say, you know, December, January, um, we might be at 30 or 40% of, of, of the things that, that we spent our time uh, doing then now. Uh, we're, we're still fairly well focused on COVID and ensuring that the facilities have product and that we're building a strategic stockpile, you know, not only here in, 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 uh, in the national area, but but you know, really working with each facility to ensure that they've got certain standards level of inventory uh, across a, a core set of items. But um, you know, we we we're probably I would say 30, 40 percent, and that that can change daily as well, right? Um, there are some days where we we may not be spending any time back to what I would call normal. Um, but there's other days that we might we might actually be a better than fifty percent. So it varies, but I would say on average, it's still under half of our time is spent on things that we would have been doing had it not been for the pandemic. As far as your second question yeah. is concerned, yeah, you, yeah, you'd ask kind of sort of what were some of the things that that we were focused on, uh, you know, we, we had some, some core strategic initiatives around inventory reduction. Well, really not that concerned with inventory reduction today um, as we're building inventories, especially on PPI. Um, I think we'll get back to that, you know, but we'll do it in a very thoughtful, strategic manner. 
Kind of a, a wrap-up question, Jay, more on the uh, personal side as well as industry-related. So, obviously, we're still battling this, this terrible situation, pandemic um, crisis, if you will. Um, could you share something for you personally and then something that you feel in the industry positive that's come out of this scenario? Okay. Um, so, let's, let's start with... Um, I'll start with the company and then I'll, I'll, I'll come back to myself. But um, I, I can say, you know, we, we had, we've had some, uh, some conversations around uh, here in the inside the company with, with David Dill, our CEO, he, he's put together some small groups and, and about every month or every other month we get together and, and just have what would he would call a bit of a candid conversation. And, one of the questions that he asked me that, that was real easy for me to answer, he, you know, he said, you know, what was probably your biggest surprise in all of this? You know, and, and you know, if you, if, you, if you want to call it a silver lining to, to this, I, I had been here for, you know, a little over, almost right at a year when, when all the COVID stuff really kicked in. And, you know, while I, I had a year with the team, we really hadn't, uh, you know, I, I really hadn't spent enough time to kind of know in a, in a crisis situation, do we have the right team? Do they, will they act and react, you know, appropriately? Um, you know, you really find out the strengths of your team in, in times of crisis. And for me, uh, I can tell you unequivocally, the 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 workload that the the, the supply chain team at, at at the HSC here at, for for the corporate team at, at LifePoint, the the workload that was taken on, the effectiveness, their ability to make decisions, the the ability to to stand up a, a warehouse that that is now being you know is beginning to to house our strategic um, inventories for. For, so that we won't have to face this situation again. I can tell you that the team was, you know, was above and, and beyond anything I could have imagined. And, and, and I can't brag on them enough. Um, it, it, it was a, a wonderful surprise. And, and frankly, uh, I think showed the, the strength of the team, not just here in, in our department, um, but also, you know, it resonated the workload that was done and, and the, the ability that we were to, to effectively get product where it needed to be, how it needed to be, when it needed to be, and, and really smooth out a lot of the issues around the company really resonated throughout all of the, the O teams at the hospitals, as well as senior leadership here. It, it, you know, there's, there's no one in, in, in LifePoint that would tell you that that, uh, that they don't appreciate their supply chain, and and uh, and I give the team all the credit in the world for that. They 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 have stepped up and done a fantastic job. Uh, for me personally, it it's uh, <laughs> you know if if it, it you know it, it got me to slow down a little bit, I guess, um, in some ways. Uh, we you know after the the initial push, you know we we had to work from home. And you know, we we shut our offices down. Everybody was working from home. 
we've had to learn how to communicate and and uh, and, and work together remotely. Um, but but I can tell you, it, it's it's really been you know nice to slow down a bit, you know, get out, do some walking, do some exercising, focus on 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 doing some of the things that that uh, I would say normally I probably wouldn't have been able to do. Um, had it not been for for the fact that that COVID kicked in, travel stopped, and um, and and we were we were working remotely. So, um, you know, my my wife might might say different that uh, you know she she she'd be happy for me to get back on the road or or anything else. But uh, and I'm I'm joking there. It's it, it's been wonderful to spend more time at home, more time with her, and uh, and really just just be able to to enjoy, enjoy life a, a bit differently for sure. But, uh, but, but it's definitely been a, you know, a bit slower. So, so definitely been able to enjoy it. <clears throat> That's awesome. Fantastic. Jay, thank you. Uh, the, the support for our GPO, we appreciate that. Uh, we also acknowledge the contributions of the supply team, supply chain team at LifePoint uh, and your leadership. In, in that and what's happened. So uh, thank you for that. Thank you for the time today and we'll talk real soon. Thank you. Appreciate everything that, that we get from Health Trust for sure. Thank you for listening to this episode of Health Trust Candid Conversations podcast. Please visit healthtrustpg.com backslash the source backslash candid dash conversations to listen to more of our candid conversations.